nigga flies, me ain't a nigga cold as me, ain't another nigga got a swag quite like But hold me. up, hold up, that's the way I feel But hold up, hold up, but that's the way I feel Yo, swinging and banging on these ones and twos Today is March 1st, so we got women's history, multiple sclerosis awareness, you know I got these gratitudes, and of course, your boy came prepared with a story for you. What is going on, good people, to the Agency of Gratitude? Give y'all a thousand thank yous for rocking with me. This is the creation. Yo, somebody joining me this morning. A thousand thank yous for rocking with me early this morning. Guess it ain't really that early. I done slid in kind of late. It's 10 o'clock right here. I'm right outside of Houston, so it's 10 o'clock where I am. I don't know where you are. And as you can see, your boy is still rocking two sweaters. The news report promises it was supposed to hit 60, but it says 60 all week. It is. Uh, it says it's 50 degrees outside, but I'm telling you, as I, every time I look out there past these lights, It'll still look cold as heck to me, man. And I'm not about to play with that Hulk. So, two sweaters. Yes, I do change my sweaters out. Like, this one is red. I usually keep my black one on top because it says... I keep the black one on top because it says... This ain't a sweater. This is a temperature regulation device. To keep myself warm and everything. It's because I'm player, man. Y'all know how I do. You know how I do. I keep a player. Anyway, so I'm starting off with the gratitude journal. Ah, shouldn't be hitting myself like that, man. Too excited. It's March 1st. We got multiple scrolls awareness. We have um, Women's History Month. So I got a story for y'all of Women's History. Gratitude journal. I hope you got your gratitude journal. I hope you're ready to kick it. Because my intention today, my intention today, have a little talk with y'all. I got to relax, man. I'm doing all these different things to keep my mindset over the bullshit. Y'all know I'm big on this. 80% of our thoughts are supposed to be negative. So, by doing things like the gratitude journal, the meditation, your yoga, um, working on your love language, all these different things, talking positively to the water like we've talked about, all these different steps, all these different tools and tricks are just ways to get your mind away from the negative thoughts. That way you can get through the day. It's hard to get through the day when you keep worrying and tripping and ticked off about your kids leaving toys out. It's hard to get through the day when you keep tripping on the kids not doing their homework in your classroom. Shit, it's hard to get through the day if you are in charge at the job and you know the employees are not vibing with the employer. You not the owner. You just the manager. You just a supervisor. And they blaming you for bullshit. All that is the bullshit and the negativity that goes through your head. You got thoughts right now. Whoever's rocking with me, you got something going through your head right now. A business idea. Something that you wanted to do. Maybe you want to write a book about something. There's all types of things you wanted to do. And you haven't started because you keep thinking it ain't the right time. Your money ain't right. You don't really know how to get it going yet. It's a million things why you think you haven't started. And that's the negativity. That's the bullshit that I'm talking about. This is why we are here in the agency of gratitude to get through all that. That's why you have a gratitude journal. Remember, I'll publish these. You can buy one on allthingsonelove.com. 
If you are part of the agency of Gratitude, click on Falls. You can catch the electronic version because you're part of the squad. I left that there for free. I got the audio book up there. You can jam that, rock with that. You know I'm here every day. I try to get here at a certain time, but yo, man, it is Multiple Sclerosis Awareness Month, and I ain't going to lie to you. I got multiple sclerosis. So I, it doesn't matter what time I set. I can set it up for 6 a.m. I can set it up for 10 a.m. I can set it up for 9. I promise you, man, whatever I'm trying to set shit up for, something would go wrong because it's the nature of the illness. I got too many things going on. I got, I have, what, 60-something lesions? They last count in 2017 on my brain and a dozen on my spine? Yo, man, I, I just can't, I don't bounce like that. So I get frustrated with that. And that's why my intention today is to relax and stop trying to be perfect. I'm talking to my water. I write my gratitude journal. I'm in here vibing and rocking with y'all. I got all these things trying to keep my mind over all this bullshit. Because the multiple sclerosis, I got ulcerative colitis. I have something called spondylosis in my back, which is like arthritis of the spine. I have six herniated discs and six bulging discs. And that was the MRIs in 2017. So I got all kinds of issues there, man. And I have to get through all of this. Because your boy ain't got no health care. I do all of this grinning, all of this swinging, all of this banging. All of this. I ain't got no health care. I ain't got no steady job either. So somebody always looking on the side of my head for something. And it's hard to get through that because even then you would think, well, shit, you ain't got no job. What the hell? Exactly. Because if you ain't got no job and you got kids, the kids either don't want to come to you or you know you thinking to yourself, shit, I can't do nothing with it. All that is stress. All that's the negativity. All that causes the imposter syndrome for me, myself, as I'm going through life. That's why the intention is to relax and stop trying to be perfect. Puzzles in my music, man, them buns get played. See, I'm the king of my throne. These Texas till I'm gone. I drank my 100 ounces of water. I've been talking to the water. I've been using the sage, the cinnamon. I've been doing all these different things, man, and... I still, of course, I'm not quite as good as I think I should be. And today, I've actually taken some steps back. Today, I got heavy inflammation. The inflammation is, ooh, dog. It is big in my legs. The spasms and all that. Like, I feel like my legs are on are on a tight on a tight rope. Just like, no matter what. Spasms are kicking. They're, they're moving. They're shaking. They're, they're doing different things. I'm trying to keep them in a specific position. That's crazy hard whenever you can't even... Look, man, the point is, I've got to relax and stop trying to be perfect. Because no matter what you do, how you do it perfect, some shit can go wrong. And when it goes wrong, it is most important that you relax. Find something to be grateful for. Like the fact that you got a microphone right here even though I'm not using it. I got that fly-ass microphone right there. That could make the audio so much better. And I will learn to use it. I'm going to get better with it. I'm happy to have it. Grateful to have it. That, that will help make the whole thing better. It's going to make this whole gig better. That's an example of how the gratitude journal works. That's how you keep your mindset out the negativity. 
That's why we have these gratitude journals, man. That's why we're doing this, to keep our minds out the negativity. You can do it when you first wake up. You can do it in the middle of the day, before you go to bed. You can do it like me. I jot notes down all throughout. I put it in my phone. I write notes on paper, scribble shit on something. And then when I'm sitting down, first thing I do is, on my paper, I go through my pockets. I bring out little pieces of paper. Oh, that happened? Huh, that happened? Look at my phone. I don't want to use any of those. All that whole process I go through of trying to find something good to write about because I want to look at my journal and be excited and be crunk and be laughing about shit too. Because I flip through and I see things that happened last year, last month, last week. I can go back to 2020 with this written thing now with the online version. Man, it doesn't stop. So all that keeps me going. I love it. That's how my mind goes. I do interviews and people ask me, how do you, but, but Kendrick, how do you get your mind there? It is this easy and it's this hard. It is this easy and it is this hard. You bust your ass and you find the things to be grateful for. Right in front of me, we were cleaning out stuff and I got this dusty, old, dirty glass Gerber cup and you wondering, what the hell? Yo, man, my kids made this. Kid number one made this. She's now 20. And to know it's right here, the stuff that she made, yeah, that brings back good memory. Every time I look at it, it just reminds me of something. That is an example of gratitude. You got to know why you are grateful. That's how you get your mindset out the negativity. Because you know why you are grateful. You keep it going. I've already done my yoga, done my meditation. I told you I've been on the water. To I am already at 10 o'clock. Yo, man, this is my third cup. So I'm already sitting at like 60 ounces and I'm already rocking with it. Day two of my new double manifestation. Got a new one that I do, 369 with, and I'm meditating for five minutes on. If you've not checked out allthingsonelove.com, you know everything is being revamped, things are changing. Click on the menu, but most importantly, all you gotta do is slide to the bottom and you see the podcast right there. The podcast is on the All Things One Love homepage. Just go to the bottom, podcast is right there. Click on the latest episodes and you see everything before. But it starts with the latest episodes and you see everything before. Interviews on Wednesdays, rock out with the Agency of Gratitude. That's us, Monday through Friday, Saturdays and Sundays. Man, we are every single day. Every single day is me and y'all in this Agency of Gratitude doing what we do. Value. Remember, when it comes to this water, told y'all about drinking good to your water, talking good to your water, saying good things to your water. I believe that's why my congestion starting to feel better. It's day number three or four. It's not all the way gone, but I'm still snotting and congested a whole lot less. Water, man. The water. And on basic general principle. On basic general principle, you need half your body weight in water. And yes, I know teachers, anybody at work, especially if you got a work from home gig. If you got a work from home gig, people always think it is so good. It is so easy. The hell it is. The hell it is. You can't hardly drink. You can't hardly eat. 
your brakes are short, you, you got the, if the cameras are on, oh my goodness, I know the struggle, but it is still got to get that water in because what happens is, is once you get that appropriate amount of water in and you get settled and your body gets used to it, you won't go to the bathroom near as much. Yes, when you first kick off, I'm being honest with you, when you first get it going, sucking like your water increase up, of course you're going to go to the bathroom more. Give it yourself a couple of days to get settled. Let's say that again. Give yourself a couple of days to get settled with it. And I mean to tell you, man, your headaches are going to go less. Skin is going to get clearer. Your teeth are going to get whiter. Lips will be less chapped. Your thoughts, I'm telling you, man, everything feels better when you get that right amount of water in. Right amount of water in. Starts with that. Story today. It's women's history. <clears throat> Me, women's history. Y'all know I'm big on this storytelling. I'm huge on black history. I love queens, man. My wife is a queen. My mama's a queen. My grandmama's a queen. I got a bunch of queens as aunts. I'm raising three of them. Let me tell y'all about the greatest queen. The queen of all queens. Harriet Goddamn Tubman. Listen, I know a lot of y'all know she was born sometime before the Civil War. You know she used to be a slave. You know all these different random bits and pieces of Harriet Tubman. There's some things you didn't know. Of course you knew you don't know how many slaves she freed. Over 700. You won't remember that, but over 700 slaves. She slid back over 13 times to plantations and with white men looking for her, with these colonizers trying to kill her every step of the way, she has taken dozens of slaves out at one time. And they're going, man, they're going through five, six, seven states, bro, walking. Ain't no horses, ain't no Cadillac, ain't no truck coming to get her. They are walking through swamps. They're taking all kinds of back roads. They can't jump on. There is no bus at all. No horse and buggy is coming to get them. No carriages. None of that shit, man. She's out there swinging the banger by her damn self. And the entire time she's doing this, these 13 trips, these 700 slaves she freed, she, of course, keeps a pistol with her. A lot of y'all don't know this, man. Harriet Tubman was such a gangster because she knows better. She keeps a pistol with you with her and if one of the slaves she is trying to free changes their mind you know what she does y'all know what she does right headshot baby you gotta go she can't take chances on you that's what makes harriet tubman so raw so real so goddamn cold she's out here freeing slaves and if she thinks you are a snitch headshot you gotta go she can't take a chance with you because she knows they are out to get her. They were tortured to all types of shit for her. She knows they're out to get her. And everybody she's rocking with is going down too. So she can't take the chance on your ass getting afraid, changing your mind, a possible snitch, any of that. You got to go. Headshot. You got to go. So now that y'all know that, some of the more gangster stuff about Harriet Tubman. Check this out, man. My One of my favorite white guys in history. One of my, I used to tell my students this as a teacher, my damn self. John Brown is my favorite white 
man in history because John Brown was the white, was the former preacher. He was a preacher. He came in Harper's Ferry. He takes a bunch of slaves, frees them, and he gives them guns. And his idea, John Brown, this white man, gives these slaves guns. He wants them to, look, it's time for y'all to start fighting back. Get your shit. Free your people. Fuck it. Let's go. They are they preaching to you wrong. God did not tell them to make you a slave. Let's go. He does this, arms these slaves up, gives them guns, and they finna bust out and do their thing and go free. And one of them ends up changing his mind, goes back, snitches, gets everybody caught. And they hold John Brown for weeks, man, starving out and everything, shit like that. Hang him in front of people. It's crazy. When he gets hung, the dude that shot Abraham Lincoln, John Wilkes Booth, came to see came to see John Brown get murked. Like to see John Brown get hanged, John Wilkes Booth, the man that shot Abraham Lincoln, he had he came to see that shit right away. They want to all see John Brown go down. They had to see John Brown die, the white man who gave slaves guns and told them to go free. Now, back to Harriet Tubman. Oh, the whole the, the connection. Harriet Tubman is the one who recruited the black people to go with John Brown. Except she told John Brown, look, man, I told them to come with you. But if you think somebody a snitch, you got to get rid of them. Because if you don't get rid of them, they're going to take you out. John Brown didn't listen to Harriet Tubman, which is why Harper's Ferry was a failure. They got caught. And I mean, they shook the whole Confederate South, man. That had to. Y'all see how my right eye, this one here is starting to swell up on me. That's that. That's that multiple sclerosis, man. It's getting bad on me. So either way. That's the huge reason why the Confederate South does these things. They're trying to beat slaves more because they're all worried that people like Harriet Tubman is going to free the slaves, which they need to be because we need to be freed. They're worried the John Browns were going to help the slaves get freed. The whole thing. Harriet Tubman, the thrive part, the thriving part. The, her, her, listen, did y'all know Harriet Tubman? Got married. She was about 47, 48. She got married to a 25-year-old man. I did not know that Harriet Tubman is out there spitting game. You've seen the pictures of her. You know she had a life of hardship. Y'all seen the pictures of her? She has a, she has a, she has a, she has, look, man, strong in the face. She looks like that, man, because she was beat so much as a kid because she was a, she was, she was a slave that freed herself. And, the reason why her that side of her face looks like that too is because one of the things that happened to her is as a child, I think they said she was like six, seven, the owner of the plantation comes through and she didn't do something right. And he bust her with a hot with a hot skillet, plow, right upside the head. Gives her, knocks her out, brain damage. She's fucked up for the rest of her life from this injury. Like this is like this is real shit. This is why those pictures of her look like that. And she there we go. Awesome fantastic things. So, but when she's in her she's in her late 40s. After the Civil War, so in the Civil War, y'all know about her yet tell me freeing slaves, of course, on the Underground Railroad. If you people don't know about the Underground Railroad, that's where they traveling to cuz because I told you they can't use any back roads, can't ride with horses, no buggies, anything like that. So they're coming through swamps and stuff, and they know what houses to hide in only by where certain lights are hit. 
only by where certain lamps and lights are lit. Think about that. There is no social media back then in the days of the, of the Civil War, 1860s, 50s, that entire time. There is no Civil War, but I mean, there is no social media back then. No phone calls, no text messages, none of that shit. She can't send a bird, squaw, squaw. She can't send a bird out. Fuck what y'all did that. She can't send a bird out to help her out. None of that shit. Everything has to be on the silent. So she has to have prearranged and no maps and shit and know that when she gets to this part of the swamp, if the light in that house is in this area, it's like in, in the downstairs kitchen part, looking at it, we can go there. If it's in any other spot, she knows she shows up because this is the 1850s and 60s. She is showing up from the swamp Got a dozen or so slaves with her. Yo, man, they're chains and everything. People are hungry. Kids are crying. Dogs are after them. She can't just show up in anybody's door knocking and saying, help me out, hold us down. Can we get something to eat? It's prearranged this entire way through six, seven states. Where to stay at, how many miles to go. She doesn't know all this shit. Know all of this shit. She has to memorize a bunch of this shit too because of course, if she gets caught with it, if she drops it, anything like that, then it fucks it up for every single person associated with her. This is what makes Harriet Tubman so goddamn cold, dog. Think about this, man. She was beaten and hit and hit as a kid. Brain damage from a horrible slave owner. Gets herself free. She's freeing her family. Working. Civil War pops off. She's actually going back and forth because who else knows how to go back and forth than Harriet Tubman. So she becomes a union spy. She's helping the union, the North, the one trying to free slaves. She's helping them by being a spy, passing messages back and forth. She even becomes the first woman known in American history ever to actually lead a squad against the enemies. She actually has a squad of Union soldiers behind her, all rocking the blue, pistols, pistols on, pistols on deck, squabbling, fighting, freeing slaves, busting out. Does that whole thing. Okay, y'all know all this shit. She's in the late, she's in the late, late forties. It's after the Civil War. She goes to retire. Tell you, man, she's in the late forties and marries a twenty-five-year-old, and they stay married for another twenty years. So that means she gets married close to 50, he's 25, he ends up passing away like 20 years later of tuberculosis, I think it was. He passed away 20 years later, she's still trucking, which is a whole part of the story, man. The entire time, she doesn't get paid for any of this. She's a cook. She's a union spy. She's sending all types of stuff back and forth. She's leading squads and fighting in the, in the war. She's doing all this shit. And she is not getting paid a dime from anybody. She has a civil war. She has gone back to retire. Gets married. 25-year-old. Young buck. She's renting out the house and everything. She's doing everything she can to make ends meet. And she's but, she, but she's a local legend. What turns out is... Early in the years of this marriage, Harriet Tubman gets hustled for gold. Like some dudes show up, tell her, hey, we know some of the former slaves here. They end up staying with her. To make a long story short, they hustle her, tell her they, 
tell her that they know where some gold is. Since she's a former slave, did the whole Underground Railroad, she has seen shit. She says, yeah, I bet they do know where some gold is. So she ends up paying them some cash, and to make a long story short, like I've already said, they end up knocking her out and beating her up with chloroform. Harriet Tubman at this time, dude, is like 60. 60, man, when this happens. So when this ha when this pops off, this happens, the newspaper hears about Harriet Tubman, the great spy, the great, hears about all the stuff with Harriet Tubman. And they realize, damn, we nobody knows Harriet Tubman never got paid by the Union Army. Nobody knows how, how much she is struggling, how they're renting out the house. They don't know any of this type of shit. So they come together, send her some money. She, she, she collects some money, not my bad. They don't send her money because she gets robbed. What ends up happening is another publicist, another a white chick, hears about the robbery and says, oh my gosh, let me go write down a story about the great Harriet Tubman. And this is the colonizer comes down, does the whole inter interview, bit my tongue again, does an interview about Harriet Tubman with Harriet Tubman and writes the book on Harriet Tubman. So the white chick writes a book on Harriet Tubman. That brings a little bit of money. Um, after the book, it's the late 1890s. Her husband, I told your husband, died. So at this point now, Harriet Tubman is like 70, close to 70, 72-ish. We, we don't know dates because they don't keep birth dates in records of slaves. So we think she's about 70-ish. Her husband passes away, tuberculosis. It's the late 1890s. Harriet Tubman, the OG, freed slaves, former union spy, struggling, has to have brain surgery from the brain injuries. The passing out has never stopped. The headaches have never stopped. The vision going out has never stopped. She has all these issues because of the brain injuries from being a former slave getting hit with that damn skillet. So they have to do brain surgery. She refuses all fucking anesthesia. Instead, they do a brain surgery on Harriet Tubman and she bites a bullet the entire fucking time. Never passes out. They do a brain surgery on Harriet Tubman in the late 1890s and this queen doesn't take anesthesia. She bites a bullet. Are you shitting me? Think about that shit, man. Are you shitting me? Brain surgery and you bite a fucking bullet. Because that's the gangster she is. That's all she knows. This is what she grinds for. Like, there is nothing else, man. All she knows is moving fucking forward. All she knows is pain. You move forward with it. And she does it. I got multiple sclerosis, man. This motherfucker is biting a goddamn bullet through open brain surgery in the 1890s. Jesus Christ, Harriet. So either way, a couple of years after that, she's invited and starts working with the women's suffrage movement. If y'all don't know what women's suffrage is, that is the women's right to vote. Yes, women didn't get the right to vote till after the Civil War, all the other type of shit. So Harriet Tubman has helped, has helped freed slaves. Harriet Tubman has now fought in the Civil War. Harriet Tubman has now buried her husband. She has now had open brain surgery, bit a bullet through the shit. In the next year or two, she is going to Canada for women's suffrage. 
She is in New York giving speeches for women's suffrage, the women's right to vote. She is the keynote speaker. That means she's the number one. They are coming to hear Harriet fucking Tubman. And the entire time, she's not getting paid at all. Instead, she's home, and every time she goes to these different events, she has to sell off a cow, different chickens. Like, she is struggling just to fucking get to these events and give these speeches and do the damn me thing. She is busting her ass just to live and go forward. I can't but like this shit is um this shit is amazing, man. She's had this brain it's the late it's the early 1900s now. It's 1911, 19 1911ish. Harry Tubman is still struggling with with money, there's she of course is busting her ass, doing all these different speeches. She's doing everything. There's been a few lawsuits, so they're beginning to now pay her from the Civil War wages. Like it is, Civil War ended in 1865. It is 1911, and she is getting change and getting money for it. What is that? Fifty fucking years later. That's fifty years later. She is now getting money from Civil War shit. First, they tell her that, of course, they tell her that they, they can't pay because they're bad records. Then they, tell her that, then, then they tell her for the longest she can't get paid because she's black. Fuck is that? Then, of course, when she finally gets starts to get paid, they give her a piece of it because they tell her she's a woman. And women don't deserve and get the same amount of pay as men. This is the goddamn queen of all kings, dog. And they tell her that she can't get rocked and get money like that? Fuck it, fuck it. Either way, man, the way the story ends is that through donations, paper goes out again. Well, oh my gosh, they're doing Harry Tubman wrong. Paper goes out again. People sending in cash donations. And that's how she gets admission to her own Harriet Tubman home for the aged. And she actually had this goddamn home, special home built for elderly black people and when she had this bitch built they went back and read they were needing the contract started charging she's pissed off like yo i gave y'all the land i gave you the money to make this shit free and they hit her with the whole yeah but we gotta we gotta pay here like how are we gonna pay the bills like everything can't be free you know this it takes donations for her to get into her own fucking home for the aged and that's how she passed that's when she passes away couple years later it's 1913 an amazing story of survival you talking about not falling not going down i can't say it didn't fall i can't say it didn't fall because i bet harriet tubman would tell you she fell all the fucking time she just got her ass right back up mindset over bullshit that's that mob university man this is where it starts it it starts with the queen the original Harriet goddamn Tubman. All of this, I'm telling y'all, man, there's so much of this shit. I didn't know about the two books. I didn't know about I didn't know she got hustled and robbed about the gold. Didn't know she married a man 20 years younger than her. He ended up passing away way before her. Didn't absolutely know about the open brain surgery. And I think I'm a superstar because I do what I do the way I do it. And here is Harriet Tubman, man. She's been doing this shit. She's been doing this shit. This is, um, this, this is the story 
of women's history I got to leave y'all with. It's March 1st, women's history, Harriet fucking Tubman, the queen of all queens. Take that, put that in the pipe and smoke that, man. Listen, in honor of Harriet Tubman, in honor of the great Harriet Tubman, everybody can get into the agency of gratitude, no charge for the entire month of March. The whole month of March, man. I'm talking about March 1st all the way to the end of March, to March 31st. You get in this month, no charge, dog. You ain't got to buy the book. You ain't got to buy one of my products. You ain't got to buy none of my services. You don't have to pay the monthly charge to enter the agency of gratitude. All you do is find us and join us. Facebook backslash groups backslash agency of gratitude. Join us, man. Get in with this shit every single... Harriet Tubman? I did it wrong. Let me, let me do it right for y'all. A thousand thank yous, queen. One thousand thank yous. Looking for a good podcast that is not talking about building your wealth or improving your mind? Man, check out Break Out the Popcorn, available on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Gratitude today. Number one. I filled up my daughter's bucket, showed her the Facebook post that she was my number one, and she broke down in tears. That shit made me cry. She gave me like four or five big old, like big old, big old hard hugs, man. And that completely filled up my bucket. And it was a rough morning. I told y'all the inflammation is up today. Struggle with the yoga today. All this has been a struggle today. But the way she hugged me like that, man. Man, that's my number one, dog. Number two, I am grateful my wife was able to stay a little while and help out the oldest. She's going through some, she's going through whatever you want to call it. Because y'all know you just can't say allergies and sinuses and a cold. Can't say just the shit these days because it could be something else. Either way, so I'm grateful my wife was able to stay with her and stay with the eldest while the eldest can recover. Y'all know I can't help with no cold, no fever. I can't help with a cough, with nose, anything like that. What I can do is give you your space, send you good energy, and do all the extra steps so I don't so I don't get the shit. That, that's all I can do, man. That's all I can do. I'm grateful that my wife was able to stay with her. Number three, last one today. Shout out to the Wisdom app. I did not know you could link it to your LinkedIn, to your Twitter, to your Instagram, to your YouTube, to your Apple podcast. Whoa, that makes you a walking, talking advertisement for your damn self. Rubs hands. I am making immediate, immediate plans to promote myself and my blog. Spend a good time with y'all today, man. Look, it is March 1st, Women's History, Multiple Sclerosis Awareness. Check out all things one love to keep your mind set over the bullshit. Y'all be pretty. Stay grateful. I salute you. I'm out. When you're ready to make those changes, sign up for my no-charge five-day gratitude e-crash course at allthingsonelove.com. Let's learn yoga, let's learn meditation, manifestation, and more importantly, let's work that gratitude.